Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Real Gerald Quinn. As we look back at Power Episode 614, Reversal of Fortune, of course, this was the Rashad Tate episode. Um, as always, I'm streaming live on my uh, YouTube channel. Go to my YouTube channel anytime. Real Deal Podcast. Um, if you're wondering, I'm going to be quick with it because we'll have, I'll have more than enough time and we'll, we'll, we'll definitely do it, you know, have a deep dive. Uh, the Laker, the Kobe Bryant podcast is coming. Um, it's, uh, it will be coming up. So that will be, you know, I had this, I did not, I was, I was not going to combine these particular podcasts. I've been doing this, you know, separate power podcast anyway. And I definitely, Kobe needs his own podcast. It's hard, it's hard as to it. Uh, so we'll go, you know, power, then uh, we'll go Kobe. But, um, again, Reversal of Fortune, uh, episode 614, the Tate episode. Um, overall, I thought was a it was a solid episode. I read some things that prop, that put everything in perspective, though, in, in regards to this season, and in particular, the last five episodes. It kind of, I'll, be, I'll be honest with you, kind of changed my mind, my perspective on this uh this season so opening scene uh tate is in a bar um we've assuming that he realized that that he's been um this is before he realizes that that uh that ghost is going to be the new lieutenant governor uh this is when uh um this is following ramona dropping him uh bailing out on him and, and, and moving on. Uh, he thought, you know, he thought he had her in, in his pocket, in his back pocket. That wasn't the case. This was, I'm assuming this was following the meeting with Ghost, the first meeting, the one where Ghost basically told him, like, if I was Ghost, you wouldn't be alive. You wouldn't know I was coming. Basically a, a threat, but was a non-threat. And when he gave a hint to Rashad Tate that, hey, I got big moves coming. You'll, you'll see him tomorrow morning. So, He's drunk, um, tries to come on to a, to a young lady. She blows him off, basically calls, her, calls his brother. And his brother his brother comes, his brother who was played by Lamar Tate, who uh, Lamar Tate, who is his real life brother, uh, who I hadn't seen in a while. I hadn't seen that guy uh, in a while. His brother's named Kamal. I hadn't seen him in a while. Uh, but good, good to see him um, getting some work, uh, especially a show of this magnitude. So before his brother comes and picks him up, he calls uh, Cedric the Entertainer's character Croup, Croup, Croup and Croups and Carter. Carter was a, is the son of Croup uh, down in D.C. They are in the midst of just uh, Tate passes out on his brother's um, as the brother on his on his brother's um, son his, on his Tate passes out on his nephew's bed uh, after they after uh, Kamal picks him up and um and takes him home. Uh Croup and Carter, of course, they gave you a lot of backstory on on these particular two uh, characters who were uh assassins, um, hired guns out of DC. They are torturing this dude who's a pedophile pedophile, um torturing him, slicing his skin off. Uh it's that scene where we found we were wondering about the bloody socks and where the bloody socks came from. But it kind of was a letdown to be honest with you. Bloody socks came from 
this was the particular scene where the bloody socks came from. We we speculated on who could it be these bloody socks. A lot a lot of people might have thought that it was gonna be Spanky. Well, I'm talking about before the season or or a couple of other characters, maybe even Tommy or whoever. But it turns out it was this this pedophile that that was uh ended up being shot in the head by Cedric the Entertainer by Croup. So you have Rashad, Loretta, Steven, Steven I and Ramona all meeting up. They're basically telling Rashad, tell you, like, it's over. Uh, you need to drop out. Just completely, just just not disappear, but don't try to even, you know, accept the fact that you're not going to be, uh, forget about Lieutenant Governor, but your, but your candidacy for governor is over. Look forward to the future so that we can support one and, and, and come around one candidate, which was, of course, Loretta Walsh. Tate basically just blows him off and refuses to do so. Um, then Tate uh, calls Croup um, after um, the calls Croup to basically call off the uh, hit. Now, when he when he called Croup Croup to talk about the hit, he was drunk out of his mind. So he called Croup and Carter to try to call off the hit. They're not trying to hear about that at all. Uh, they want they want their money. First of all, here's here's the problem I had with that scene. Number one, you're dealing with some some real live killers, okay? Dealing with some real live killers. It Tate probably, if you think about it, you probably should have just paid them paid them to go home. But Tate, in classic Tate fashion, refuses to give them the money, and then they basically say, "Hey, we're going. You're going to tell us who to kill, or we're going to just kill you." All they had to do was pay them off. That's all he had to do was just say, "Hey, I don't want this done." I'm gonna pay, you know, I'm going to I'm going to uh pay you off, pay you for your trip for your expenses, pay you for just the inconvenience. He refused to do that. And he was cocky, saying, you know, basically I'm not going to pay you for a job that 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 was not complete. And they say, you know, hey, we'll just kill you. It's just that simple. So he ends up giving them giving them a location of ghosts. Um we found out, of course, that it was crew it was Krupp. Crop and um and Carter who were follow, who were the second car that were following ghosts in the red that had the red interior. Of course, the first car that was following ghosts was uh, a couple episodes ago with uh, with Paz, was the, which was the second episode by the second episode of this season or of this second half of the season, uh, six twelve. So you have uh, the ghost in Tate meeting, which would, of course was shown in six ten from uh, Ghost's perspective, and basically. You know, Ghost wasn't Ghost wasn't as aggressive uh, as he was from his in terms of in Tate's perspective. Tate was trying to uh, continue was trying to warn him that that uh, that crook that crop and Carter were after him. He never got those words out. Every time he was about to get those, get those words out, uh, Ghost would cut him off and continuously insult him to the point to where. Um, to a point to where he pushed Tate towards, uh, pushed Tate to, uh, you know, to basically, you know, try to have him kill, uh, push Tate, or or didn't, he basically didn't allow Tate to say everything that he wanted to say. So, yeah, the ghost Tate meeting, then you have Tate in the restaurant basically getting his ego boost by all of these, by, by all these patrons who recognized him. Um, that, you know, gave him this, at the time, delusion, delusional uh, re- belief that he could, you know, get back in the race. 
the Democratic National Party, the Democratic National Party, um, DNC, uh, a committee, I should say, the DNC, they send Cassandra, the, the Cassandra, of course, who he had the the uh, the affair with Cassandra Haynes, he had the affair with uh, with with her early in the season. They send her to try to talk him out of running um, or out of just, you know, basically to, to talk him out of trying to pursue being governor. Um, that fails. Of course, he um, asked her to drop his keys off as she as she unlocked, as she got into his office. She was in his office before he got there and basically uh, blows her off. So you have the, the crop, Carter, Tommy, Ghost, of course, they don't. They didn't show the Tommy and Ghost interaction as they had done in the previous uh, perspectives of Ghost and Tommy. They showed uh, Crop and Crop and Carter getting ready. Um, they had no idea that Tommy was with Ghost, and which was turned out to be a fatal mistake. As 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 uh, first of all, a couple things about this scene. Number one, I don't know how in the world. Um, crop miss ghosts. Uh, from the range was not that far. He had a clear shot. I mean, a clear shot of ghosts. But even worse than that is, you know, they're trying to make these guys out to be these basically professional assassins, not assassins, but killers. And instead of like waiting to see who ghosts was with, they just took a shot at him immediately. Like to me. It made, I mean, it, when you think about it, you think Ghost is going to go to a warehouse and just, I, I think Common Sense would have told him that he was meeting somebody. They didn't take the time to, to find out. They should have been more patient to see that Tommy was there to find out who was he, who was he exactly talking to. So they, you know, they try to make these guys, these guys, these guys were crazy, but they weren't, they were not the brightest, to, uh, to say the least. Uh, of course, Tommy goes in, shoots, um, shoots Cedric and Tainer. Carter gets away and, you know, is, is basically on the run. Um, then you had a situation, then you had uh, Dre and Tate. Now, this was a key scene from a standpoint of, you had Dre telling Tate about Tyreek and basically snitching, you know, about Tyreek and about the whole Raymond Jones case. Tate took this information, and this is this is what how how conniving and how cunning Tate is. He took this information and completely just flipped it on uh, when he met with Tasha. So he basically told Tasha, like, "Look, Ghost is trying to trying to get Tyreek Ty, is trying to get Tyreek thrown in jail. That like Ghost is going to throw Tyreek under the bus." Those were his exact words. Ghost never. Until Ghost never said that until he met up with Tasha later on in the uh, later on in the day, like those that that like that never came out of Ghost's mouth until he met met with Tasha. So um, from that standpoint, you gotta give Tate a lot a lot of credit. Um, and he was you know he was in rare form again. It was a this was a tremendous performance by Lorenz Tate. It really was throughout the course of uh, the episode. So it tells, you know, basically Tasha's like, look, he's unstoppable. Tate tries to convince her, hey, he is, you know, you can stop him. 
Um, I think that triggered Tasha into. I think we're, and we're I think we're going to see in, in Tasha's perspective in the season finale that that I think that meeting triggered had to, had to, had Tasha's wheels uh, spinning, and in terms of. Uh, the final, maybe the final nail in the coffin as far as, far as uh, taking out ghosts. I, I, I really think they're going to look back at that meeting as the meeting that uh, finally made the decision, made you know, made convinced her all to, to go all the way in terms of, uh, of killing ghosts. So you have Carter and Tate. Carter goes to Tate's uh, brother's house where Tate, Tate, Tate is taking out the trash. Uh, he tells him, you know, he previously tried to call him. Tate blew him off with the phone call. And um, lets him know, you know, his father is dead. Basically, threatens to kill Tate. Not only Tate, but his brother and his brother's family. His brother had a wife and a, and a, and a young child, which, by the way, looked like the same dude from uh, from the shy. They look, they look like they could be brothers. I thought it was originally. I don't think it was, but it looked like the same kid from the shy that was in. Um, he was in. Um, he's been in a couple things. Uh, Black Panther. After he was the little kid at the end of Black Panther. But anyway, um, Carter's talking this, you know, running his mouth. Tate's, Tate's brother, was who was a cop, shoots him, shoots Carter, but was never convinced. Never was was never convinced that Tate was being all the way honest was being all the way honest with him. So you have so we we'll go we go to Stern Simon Stern, Loretta Walsh, and Tate. Um. They try to convince Tate to uh, again. Yeah, they try to convince uh, Tate, uh, you know, to just let it, let this thing go. You know, basically, don't be a sore loser. You can't win. And again, Tate, still thinking he has a chance, just refuses, refuses to give in at all. Uh, he absolutely refuses to get in to, uh, to give in. At this point, Simon Stern uh, again is listen. And Simon Stern, you know, Simon Stern has a Clay Davis like quality to his character. He's really a smart character. Uh, of course, you've seen the guy. Uh, enough, the name just doesn't. Just, just I can't think of the name right now. He played was on Alias. Victor Garber, yeah, Victor Garber Tim, brilliantly plays this part. He was on Alias. Been around for a long time. He. Um, He's one of the smartest characters on the show. Like he, he absolutely gets what he wants when he wants. And um, again, he's backing. He's at this point, he's backing the winning hand, and that that is Loretta, Loretta Walsh. So at this point, Tate believes. You know, once he, you know, once, uh, you know, once that's done, he goes into he's in pure desperation. He goes meets with, with with Dre, and that's where we meet. Uh, we meet up with Dre's. This, you know, that's where the, the two scenes between collide with uh, Tate giving paying off Dre, uh, attempting to pay off Dre to kill Ghost. We saw that, of course, in Dre's perspective back in six eleven. Um, Dre, you know, basically says, "Hey, I only, you only need one shot." Dre says, "All I need is one. All I need is one shot." Or Tate says, "You're only gonna get one shot at this." And Tate says, uh, "Dre says, all I need is one shot." So, at that point, um, you have Tate and his brother riding in the car. Now, again, 
his brother is not buying any of the, uh, the BS. His brother knows what, what type of dude he is as far as knows when he's lying. You know, he's, they're brothers. So Tate basically tells his brother, like, look, just in case. First of all, they had to, based on the fact that, um, based on the fact that he got shot, that Carter, that uh, Tate's brother killed Carter, uh, Croke's son, that he had to uh, take, he had to take Tate to the, the uh, Rashad Tate to the police station for a statement. They go to the police, and during that ride, um, not during the ride, but during the ride after the police station, they go to the police station, the cops, you know, ask, ask Tate some basic questions. Tate, you know, passed with, off with flying colors. And then, then news of, of ghosts being killed, it, you know, is um, is out, you know, gets put out there. It gets, um, it gets, it, it, it gets shown that ghost is killed. They were gonna take um, Tate's brother off, put him on restrictive duty, and take his gun. But once the uh, once it broke out that that ghost that ghost had been, you know, the shooting had true. It was basically all hands on deck. Tate, uh, I know a lot of people had a problem with this. Tate. Went along with the cops, um, presumably looking for uh, for Dre. He had, he, I believe he had a gun with him. Uh, presumably looking for Dre. He has a hoodie on. Um, then he finds out. He finds out now on the on the ride there. Um, him and his brother get into it, and his brother. He tells his brother that he. He may be accused of of setting of uh, of Dre, of paying off Dre, and completely denies it. Um, now he did that without he didn't you know he wanted to protect his brother and protect his brother's family. He didn't tell his brother too much. He told him just enough to where he didn't want his brother put his brother in a position to where he had to testify against him or even possibly arrest him. So he just told he told him. He, you know, he straddled that fence of, of telling, of giving him a little bit, but not too much. He had to give him something because he knew his brother was too smart. His brother's a cop. And he's going to figure some, you know, he's going to figure out. He knows him well. And he's going to figure some stuff out. So you have Tate give this Barack Obama speech at Truth. And he basically, you know, talking about ghosts. And he, you know, he goes full blast. He, again, he was in pure Tate. He was vintage Tate. I mean, vintage Tate, you know, silver tongue. You know, even he was Clay Davis like in that moment. And he finds out that he finds out that ghost is he finds out that ghost is dead. Um, then you have Walsh. Then you have Tate. And Walsh, Ott. You have Tate, Loretta, Walsh, and Ott meeting at Tate's house the next day, right before he's going to give a speech. He's right, right before the big speech he gave at the church. Um, Tate basically, they basically all find, you know, following the death of ghosts, it's, a, it's the following day. They basically offer him the lieutenant governor position. And again, Tate, and I thought, I didn't see this was, I didn't see this coming right here. I, I really didn't see this coming where he, said you know can you repeat the offer again and they repeated the offer and he said he declined the offer and said no i want to be governor which surprised everybody surprised walsh stephen ott you know he got you know he got the, the wheels were turning for him as he he was in full agreement with you know 
He was in full agreement with Tate. He told uh, Latasha Lorraine Walsh to wait in the car or she could take a cab. They shake hands. And next thing you know, Walsh is out as governor. Tate is in. He's back on top. He gives his speech at, 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 the, at the church. Uh, you know, what, what did he say? Uh, live by New York. Damn. New York, New York paves the way. He said, I think he said New York paves the way. So it was a real catchy, a real catchphrase. And again, he was in rare form. Ramona's pissed, um, you know, at the funeral, not at the funeral, but at the, at the, um, uh, during the speech. And then he's not done. He's just getting started. <laughs> he tells them, he tells them, the police, not the police, he tells the reporters that Ramona had an affair with ghosts. And just be like, oh, yeah, oh, basically, oh, by the way, Ramona had a favorite ghost, did it, and just scat and just moves, moves right along. Then he calls up Cassandra, calls up Cassandra, has her pay for the room, and, you know, has her pay for the room. And then Ramona comes barging in uh, the hotel. She cusses him out, smacks him. Uh, he basically tells her, "You're gonna be connected forever with a with a murderer, with a a drug dealer murder, a drug dealer murderer named you know Ghost." Basically, telling her your career is deader than James St. Patrick. She slaps the shit out of him, but it doesn't matter. Um, Cassandra comes down, and you know she I guess she had the idea that he that they were gonna be together for whatever reason. She was which was stupid, but he kicks her out. Basically, tells her that she he's basically tell her tells her that uh she uh she you know if she moves quickly she had, she can catch Ramona or split up Uber with Ramona and then he goes about his business of watching the uh television to see that um the suspect a suspect had been arrested and it ends um it ends with uh, the suspect being revealed to Tate, not to, of course, not to the audience, and of course he's in, he's in shock, similar to uh, similar to not as emotional, but he's in little he's in, he was surprised, similar a little bit similar to Tommy to how Tommy was, um, but just not as emotional. Um, also, you had a Tate Stern meeting, where Stern basically said, you know, not you know, forget about this, you know, you can't be knocking off. Uh, you know, basically don't shit where you eat. And Stern basically told him, like, look, Tate, you know, basically asked Stern basically, uh, for an apology or saying that, admitting that he was wrong for not backing him, for not backing him in the first place. And, and Stern basically like, look, you just don't know the rules of the game. I back, I basically go with the winner. And at that time, you were not the winner, not by a long shot. So again, Stern is playing chess when everybody else is playing uh, checkers. And the episode ends, of course, with uh, Tate realizing who uh, shot Ghost, who killed Ghost. Now, solid episode. Uh, not as good as the Tommy episode. I'm, I would bet you to say maybe not even as good. As the, it's probably on part of the Dre episode. But here, here's the problem. And somebody made this point. I read this point, And I have to give, you know, give him credit where credit is due because it was a very good point. The... Through four episodes of the back half of the season, 611 through 614, the payoff of Ghost dying in episode 610 has not equated, has not been equal to what we've seen in these past four episodes. Three of these four episodes have been about characters 
who are not even who are not even primary characters through the course of the first basically five seasons. This show was centered the first five seasons, the show was centered around Ghost, Angela, Tasha, Tommy. Those are the big four. It was the big four. It was the big four. You kill Angela, which I completely understood. They wanted to move the Tyreek uh, storyline forward. And you kill Kanan. So I, I left out Kanan. Kanan, but Kanan, Kanan's character wasn't a primary character, but he actually became a primary character. But fine, I had no problem with them even killing Kanan, even though Kanan was my favorite character, my second favorite character behind Tommy. You're going to spend... Look at think about the suspects. You're going to spend the majority of your back half only focused on two characters that we cared about, like that: Tasha, Tommy. Excuse me, Tasha and Tommy. The other six characters, in terms of suspects, were characters that were not primary characters. Characters that were that the storyline, even Tyreek, that storyline was not centered around. That's, that's a major problem to me. And again, Killing Ghost was not a big enough payoff. Killing Ghost, it, it just, from up to this point, it wasn't worth it to kill his character off, to be honest with you. And we all know who, who we all know that as going to be Tyreek and Tasha were conspired to kill Ghost. We, we, it's just a matter of who, put, who pulled the trigger. More than likely, I would lean towards Tasha because she doesn't, you know, I think Tasha's going to end up taking a rap and going to jail. So, and again, I don't, again, I don't even know what the final betrayal is going to be. You can't tell me Ghost, Tasha shooting Ghost is the final betrayal. Tasha hates Ghost. Tyreek killing Ghost is the final betrayal. Tyreek hates Ghost right now. It's not the final betrayal. I'm sorry. So I think that they, you know, again, I don't care about Sax's character. I don't care about Sax. Again, Sax is, Sax is still in the mix as a suspect. It, okay. So I don't, again, how they, maybe he tipped Tasha off. I don't I don't even know how they're going to use Sax in this last episode. I heard the last episode is going to be like an hour and 20 minutes. I don't, if, I, if Sax doesn't appear in the episode, I'll be fine. I, I don't need to see Sax. I didn't frankly need to see Paz in the in the, in the second episode. So again, looking again, hindsight is twenty twenty. Looking back, they should have just killed Dre in episode six ten, and told the story moving forward with with still with Ghost still alive. Like I wouldn't even have a problem with Ghost dying. If Ghost dies in episode six fifteen, that's fine. With, without just focusing in on one day. Like, if he dies in episode 15 by by Tyreek, so be it. It's the last episode of the series. Probably not going to be on Power, Power Book Ghost 2. Okay. But to me, this back half of the season has not been a big enough, you know, not enough bang for the buck of killing uh, of killing uh, Ghost's character in 610. It just hasn't been. None of these episodes, I mean, just, I mean, none of these episodes, again, and I like, the episode 610 was a very good episode, to be honest with you, in Ghost's perspective. But I think you're going, we only needed one episode of that. 
We'll need just one. So we'll have a uh, we're gonna be back next week. Of course, they'll uh, super they'll be the Super Bowl next week. They took you know, and again I can't blame them for this. We want to milk as many viewers as possible in terms of ratings. They will take a week off, come back February 9th. Uh, come back February 9th uh, to do this series uh, finale. Um, I'm not gonna put out any like I'm not gonna you know put out any predictions you or any extra power content as far as. Um, what it's going to look like moving forward. You already know what I think is going to happen. Like, Ghost, Tommy, like, uh, Tyreek and Tasha were clearly, you know, involved in this. Uh, the questions will be, what will, what will, will be, a, will we be able to tell anything about how our Power Book Ghost, Ghost, Power Book 2 Ghost will look based off the last uh, finale, based off the series finale. Um, We've seen characters that were, you know, they're going to have Method Man, Mary J. Blige, where they add some more characters between now and then. Those are the types of things that we'll see, um, probably, we'll probably hear about between now and in and the, uh, and February 9th. So, solid episode overall, but big picture, uh, it was the payoff of not killing ghosts, of killing ghosts in 610 to me was not, it wasn't worth it for these last four episodes. That's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast, Power 614, Reversal of Fortune. I'm out.